All right, my next guest's debut film hit cinemas yesterday and aims to showcase the diverse realities of brown people in South Africa. Solomon Capito is not only the writer of the movie, but stars in it and produced it. It's called Frankie and Felipe, and it tells the story of Franklin, a, a hard-working young man from an impoverished background who hides his past from his colleagues and fiance, and then uh, realises his upcoming wedding and prestigious job are at stake uh, when his biological half-brother, ah, it's always the way, isn't it, uh, Felipe rocks up desperately for help. Uh, absolutely delighted uh, that Solomon joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Uh, so the uh, the film hit cinemas uh, yesterday. Was there a was there a premiere? Did you uh, did you do anything special? Look, there was no premiere, but I went to Paul. I'm, I'm from Paul. I watched it at the Minimax, the local cinema there in Paul. Myself and Bradley Willoughby, the co-producer, is no longer with us. And also the director was also from Paul. So it was an experience, you know, sitting amongst your people, with your people. Uh, money can't buy that feeling that I had yesterday. It's, well, first of all, an enormous congratulations. This has been no mean feat, this movie. And I, and I think I might be right Thanks in describing so it as as a labour of love. But, but also... Bittersweet, bearing in mind um, Bradley's sudden yeah. passing last year. You two had been friends. I'm talking about Bradley, Olivia, of course. You two had been friends since yeah. college. You even lived in the same complex at one point. Yes. So, so, so me and Bradley, we've been friends for more than 24 years. Uh, our friendship started, it, it, well, the, the friendship really kicked off when I went to New Orleans school. I was at Paul Boys High and uh, in the grade 11, I decided I wanted to go study drama after school. So my mother said, at that time, New Orleans secondary school was the only school who had drama as a subject. So uh, that's where me and Bradley, uh, that's where the, 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 the whole thing started. You know, same class, we studied together first year. And that first year, there was about 60 kids in that class and only six was admitted to our second and third year in Pretoria. And then that's when, uh, you know, we went to Pretoria, myself and Bradley, and uh, we wrote our first theatre show together. And we, 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 we lived in the same complex, like you said. So my my kids only know uh, uh, Uncle Bradley. Uh, my my his, his daughter only, you know, that's... Uh, when I was not in town working on a film or TV thing, he would go get my kids from school. So sure. That was my number one guy. So his passing, in addition to you being obviously um, working uh, colleagues, he he was he was your he was your your buddy, your friend. So his passing must have been extremely difficult. How, how have you been doing? Sure, man. It, it's it. I'm not going to say it's been it it has been easy mm. um, because. Uh, Four months after we shot the movie, uh, he, I got a call from his girlfriend because we live in the same complex. And uh, in the manner that she called me, I knew something is not good. And so when I when I got to him, he was, he was already on the floor. So with that being said, if you we I, I drove into the to the hospital, you know, hoping, thinking, hey, this is just a collapse he's going to be okay you know uh but he never came back to, sure. to me sure. or to us again yeah and yeah. um after that you know we still as they say in the industry the show must go on so i had to continue editing the movie and uh a month after his passing we uh, did our first screening at the solar scanner festival uh and uh, that is what we were working on and towards 
and uh, my friend and partner, best friend and you know uh, business partner, mm. was not with me there. We were nominated for seven nominations, uh, and he wasn't there to celebrate all these things with me. Sure. So it was it was tough. It was hard. Uh, but but you know there's people like like um, like Dani Bester, three schools from the Foam Factory, my wife, and it was a difficult time. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I've I've been seeing somebody, you know, yeah. because it's there's so many questions, there's so many questions. Well, right? thank you for thank you for your candor on that, um, Solomon. It's you know we we actually mm-hmm. were speaking last last week about men and and going to, and therapy and and I'm so glad yes. that you've that you've you've found a space that you can can process mm-hmm. that 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 grief. Mm-hmm. It's um, I think all too mm-hmm. often men feel that they have to um, sort of do the stiff upper lip thing and and just and, and, and knuckle see. down and get on with it. And that we know that doesn't work. It's not a healthy way to to deal with our feelings. Yes. So thank you and thank you for your candor and thank you for sharing. Sharing, uh, yeah. a little bit of your relationship with Bradley um, with us. Is it right, yeah. I'm going to take you back uh, four or five, maybe six years, that the genesis of the, f- the film was the two of you broke, sitting at a kitchen table and drinking <laughs> drinking tea without milk because you couldn't afford any. Is that true? That is so true, man. That is so true. <laughs> In the same complex. So we used to walk to each other saying, hey, I've got coffee, do you have sugar? Or I have coffee, do you have milk? You know, that kind of vibe. And it was one of those mornings where we were like, I did not have milk. He didn't have coffee. We only had tea. I don't even know what tea that was. And we were like, buddy, things can't go on like this. I've got kids. You have a kid. We have to, you know, work on something bigger than just playing in movies. And that's where we sat down on the floor, cold floor with black tea, and uh, which was lovely, by the way. And... Uh, <laughs> I think we should have drank more tea because the creative juices, you know, it came out on that morning. I gave a little bit of a synopsis as to uh, as to the movie. But just in your own words, uh, if you would, Solomon, tell us uh, what's it about Frankie and Felipe? Frankie and Felipe, basically, it's about these two brothers. I mean, step brothers and they they have obviously a stepfather and, and, and like this is happening quite often in our communities. The father of the real son, the real father of the son, he only looks after his son and he doesn't care about the other son because Mm. he says in the movie, I'm not going to raise someone else's kid. And then he puts Frankie in in an orphanage, you know, at a tender age of 12. And then what happens is Felipe and Frankie sees each other after 50 years now. Like you mentioned, this was a very important week for both of them because Felipe looks after his mother uh, and Frankie is uh, getting married in this week, this specific week. And in this week of getting married to this beautiful fiance played by Kim Seister, uh, he is also working for a father. So he's about to take over the company, but his life is based or bold on a lie because he changed his identity from bikies to blaze. Afrikaans, <laughs> <laughs> you would know. So Felipe, his, his brother who sells fake perfume, and that's what me and Bradley did a lot. We bought fake perfume. People used to compliment us a lot. And we knew that we must put this in the movie because there's a lot of people out there who use fake perfume. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. So, and, uh, so then his brother sees him on TV because he's getting married to a very successful uh, woman and her father is successful and, and Frank is taking over. And now Felipe thinks, hey, I owe 
this loan shark, 30,000 rand. If I don't give her the money by Saturday, she is going to take my life. Uh, so he goes to his brother. He tells his brother, look, if you don't give me that 30,000 rand, I will expose you. Keep in mind that Frankie does not have money at all. He doesn't have money at all. So it's that whole thing, you know, fish out of water, Felipe, they go to one of these farms that, uh, you know, um, fian- the fiancé has. Uh, we, they go to a farm, the family's there for a week, and Felipe is a fish out of water, man. He does crazy things because he grew up in the Cape Flats. And we always wanted to bring these two worlds together in a story. And uh, after seeing that last night, the response, I couldn't believe my eyes or my ears, you know, seeing and hearing the response from the people. Mm. I was, man, I was, I was so emotional. Again, I want to say this. It feels like we... Me and my, my Bradley Olafir, we've worked so hard, man, for more than 16 years in this industry. Did so many movies, did so many series, and then when we decided to do our own thing, you know, write this thing, and then it feels like we're in this room, sitting at this table. You, you know that thing where they say, yeah, you've made it to the room, you've made it to the table. Yeah. I feel like there's two seats, two chairs, and now I'm the only one sitting and he's uh, not here, you know, to feast and sit with all these producers and directors. And Solomon, you've, you, you've got an incredible, incredible cast. You mentioned Kim, uh, Bianca Flanders, who was on the show, uh, Ilsa Klink, um, Shimmy Isaacs, uh, Leanne yeah. Van Roy. Um, d- just talk to us about it, what it was like working with that ensemble cast. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing news. Look, when I saw, when we saw these people auditioning for the movie, we couldn't believe our eyes because clearly they saw something we didn't see and they believed in the project. And, you know, working with legends like, you know, Ilsa Klink and Zayn Mias, Leanne Van Roy, uh, I mean, they, Shimmy Isaacs, they came up with new ideas on the day. You know, you could see the experience, you know, talented guys. I learned a lot from these guys. Brendan Daniels, uh, it was an absolute honor to work with them, man. You have no idea. Listen, uh, the uh, the cinema hit, uh, or the cinema hit, the movie hit cinemas <laughs> yesterday. Um, and uh, is it just here's a question from a from a non Afrikaan speaker, or a very poor Afrikaan, a, a terrible Afrikaan speaker, and not a not a shocking Afrikaans understand. Is it is it all in Afrikaans, and are there subtitles for me? There is, there is definitely subtitles. Let me give you a quick story. <laughs> my my cousin. Who lives in Limpopo? Yes. Uh, she has a boyfriend that's from Zimbabwe. Okay. And uh, they went to the cinema yesterday and she told me he has never laughed so much in his life. Lekker. Uh, and he doesn't understand a word of Afrikaans. Okay. So I'm telling you, for, for the people who is not Afrikaans, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> okay. not that intense. That is good news. That is good news. All right. I'm going to get myself off to the movies uh, and enjoy uh, Frankie and Felipe. I know it's been bittersweet for you, Solomon, and I and I appreciate you joining us this morning. And I'm sure that there is someone sitting up there looking down on you with uh, nothing but immense pride. Uh, Thank Thank you very much much. indeed uh, for joining us this morning. Solomon Capito uh, is the uh, writer, director and star of the new movie Frankie and Felipe, which is out in cinemas now.